It is time again for Off The Grid with uh, Marius from uh, Procon SA and uh, in this uh, program we discuss what happened uh, this past week when it comes to ESCOM and all things electricity in uh, South Africa and also all things solar. Uh, Marius, how is it going good with you? How is your week? So far, very good. I can have no chairing so it's in the dorp where I've been reisen. Gemis, ek het so een by die huis gehad, maar andersins gaan dit goed. Dit is nou die, die maar, voordeel van uh, reisende bezigheidsman. Ja, dit is, ja, dit is, dit is, dit is maar, dit is maar ons leven. So die kar is maar ook die half en half die kantoor. Maar as jy nou kyk na die interessantede wat in Eskom gebeur, en ek sien meer de reiter en Jan Oberholzer, wat die CEO is, het, het toegespreek in een virtuele vergadering, het die bestuurin goed toegespreek, maar Dit skets een verskrikkelijke donker prentje op hierdie stadion. Ja, dit maak my amper pessimisties oor die geval. As jy, oh, ja. as jy kyk na die achtergrond van ons Eskomse, as ons kyk na die, na die hele vloot van Eskomse krachtstaties, dan is ons, ons kapasiteit opwekkingsvermoe sit so op 45, 45.000 megawatt of 45 gigawatt. As jy nou kyk... Dit, dit is so, dit is werkelijk waar pathetisch voorbij is. As jy kyk aan die verklaring wat hulle uitgereik het verochend, is dat hulle sit so huidiglik op 3630 megawatt, met ander woorde so, uit die 45 gigawatt, dit kan jy nou vir jouself denk, so 3.6 is op planned mountains, wat heel te mal reg is hierdie tyd van die jaar, in termen van die winter en alles, maar een ongelooflike amper 16 gigawatt, of van kracht is nie, is, is uit kapasiteit, is uit die kapasiteit uitgehaal as gevolg van breakdowns, wat net eenvoudig breakdown, en wat vir my, wat vir my verskrikkelijk kommerwekkend is, is dat, dat, behalwe van die twee, van die twee staties, van die twee uh, units, wat by Matla Power, Power Station, wat uit is op, op, op woensdagochtend, uh, is die ander twee, is by Kendal en Matimba, wat ons twee nietste krachtstaties is, en dan het hulle ook twee eenheid verloor by Kusile, en dis, dis, ons, dis ons splinter nieuwe krachtstaties wat, wat nie presteer nie. So daar is nie eindelike verskoning vir dit nie, en jy weet, en de reiter sê dat hy, hy, hy sê sy, sy woorde, en ek haal het aan, hy sê, we are cognizant that this is a significant inconvenience to the country. Uh, mm, that's putting it mildly. 67 mega, yeah, that's putting it mildly. As ek was vandag by a visfabriek gewees, hierdie ouwens gebruik ongelooflik hoeveelheid energie, en is baie syklies, want wanneer die skip inkom, moet die vis verwerk word, of jy gooi die vis weg. Hierdie ouwens gebruik omtrend so, hulle sit so 3.5 megawatt, en as ek kyk na al die vis en goed wat hierdie ouwens verloor, wat net eenvoudig teruggegooi word of verwerk, as gevolg van vismeel, as gevolg van loudshedding, dan is een significant inconvenience, is een understatement wat hierdie ouwens rooi laat sien. Die enigste ding wat jy nou kan doen, en, en die ouwens moet dit weet, en allemaal moet dit weet, jy, jy moet besef, dat as jy uit hierdie gemorset wil bly, het sy as een bezigheid commercieel, of as, of as jou op jou privaat hoedanigheid by jou huis, gaan jy moet op een of ander manier investeer in solar, dat jy op, al kan jy net jou ijskast gebruik, al kan jy net een ketel aansit, ja. al kan jy net iets doen, maar dat jy, want, want ek eis om te denk, as ek na hierdie cijfers, hierdie cijfers het ek nooit geken, ek het het nooit, die ja. meeste wat ek denk ek, wat, wat een record uh, los was, in termen van in die tyd, 
van voor 94, ek denk ons praat van 3 gigawatt, en toe ons daar gekom het, dan begin rapporteer die minister terug, oor hoekom en wat gebeur. Nou sit ons met 15 megawatt wat uit is op, op breakdowns, en nog 3 wat uit is op, het is amper die halfte van ons vloer, sy, sy units is, 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 is uit, en hulle het nou verochend het hulle dit nou extend die load shedding, en die rede vir dit is dat hulle sê, Oberholzer sê, hy sê, we could not fully replenish levels on the weekend for Monday morning, that's the diesel units, so we are at the point where we have to conserve pump storage levels and diesel levels, should we continue to experience breakdown in the fleet, this may escalate to size 3 or even higher, which is what we are trying to avoid. Nou, ek wil vir jou sê, Ion, ons is in een gemors wat kracht aan betref, ongelooflik. Ons sit met bezighede wat toemaak. Ek, ek sien hierdie ouwens op een dagelijkse basis gaan sit ek voor hierdie ouwens en kyk na hierdie ouwens, kyk na moedeloose gezichte. Ouwens wat, wat rechtig die landse hardklop is en wat ons, wat ons voed. Dis die ouwens wat vir ons kors op die tafel sit. Vandagsin was vir my ongelooflik hartseer om te sien hoeveel ons weggooi en wat is in die weegskaal as gevolg van loudshedding en hoe eskom ons en hoe die regering bywijse van het, want dit is hulle, dit is hulle dienst. Dit is een government-owned business ons in die steek laat en privaat sector uit hulle eie sakke moet opdok om dit waarvoor belastingbetalers betaal en gerechtig is en vir die dienst betaal nie krijg nie. So that is by art here. Marius is very, uh, very, very sad. And uh, also what's concerning is that you mentioned that uh, some of these stations are new power stations and they're not performing. Uh, that also, you know, once again begs the question, why are they not performing? But I also want to ask you, at one stage, I think it was in the early days of load shedding, ESCOM would actually pay some of the big industrial users to stop using electricity. Do you know if they are still doing that? Yeah, they still they still doing it to they still doing it to to a lesser degree. One of the things why they don't do it so frequently is that simply because Eskom don't have money. Yeah. At at the stage there was from the big mining houses which I actually paid in fully for all the production losses. It was a way and it was also politically motivated to save face and not not to get in the state of load shedding. So spend money of the of the taxpayer. The only guys that can pick this tab up is the taxpayer is the guy, it's not It's not the rich guys, it's not the guys that are on top, it's not the writer. The writer, I, have, I can assure you, at his house, there will be enough generation capacity for him. His house will not be in the dark. Cyril Ramaphosa yeah. will not be in the dark. It's nope. our guys, it's our normal guys that's, that's picking up the tab for, for these guys' inefficiency and, and raping of the state coffers and, and, and. I think, Marius, even at, uh, at Nkandla, you will find the lights on during load shedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it, 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 is, it, it is so sad, you know. And, 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 and I'm sitting and the guy sitting at the other end and ask, what, what can I do? What, how can I save power? But, you know, the, the average guy in the power is by, by this time so expensive that the average family and the average guy is already looking after all the tips. You know, there's, if you look at, you can open Google and you see, say, say, see the 21 tip, you know, turn off unnecessary lights, 
use natural lights, use stars lighting, use shorter showers. If I think of turn the water off, fix the leaky faucet, unplug the unused electronics. We're already doing all these things. We're already picking this up and because you can simply not afford to leave lights and stuff on in your in your house or in your flat or place where you stay. For our guys, this is a normal living already. So it's almost like you want to wring the last drop out of a guy that is already been so <laughs> i don't know i don't know what to say but we accept load shedding as a as a fact of life i mean it's not mm. any more new even when they say the next and the only thing that the guys are getting and i see that there's a tendency to for the guys are getting very very cross about it because the guys say that the factory gm said to me today and he got uh, over three thousand people in service he said marius he said we are literally on a knife edge of closing a business because we cannot, we, it, it is too expensive. We're using too much on a cyclic load of electricity to feed a nation. And, you know, these guys producing that, this stage, uh, between 40 and 50 tons of fish an hour. Imagine for yourself you, if you stop the machines for two and a half hours and then after it, you must remember they also they they also can the fish and everything and afterwards all the machines must heat up and everything and everything that was in the process must be out, taken out and thrown away because they they don't they don't make the grade they were too long in the line before they were sealed and they weren't cooked enough it wasn't so it's a huge loss for these guys a huge financial mm. loss and it's a simple inconvenience and I. I would like to distance myself from a silly statement like that as far as possible. Yeah, it's not inconvenient. It's a it's a national. It's a it's actually a tragedy. This is what yeah. what's happening. It's a, it's, it's a national disaster. It's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. Definitely, it is criminal. It is. Yeah. You know, yeah. Marius, um, I want to ask you also something. Uh, we had uh, feedback last week on the WhatsApp line. Uh, Somebody is asking. Um, the Giza debate. Uh, let's talk about the Giza yes. debate. Um, yeah. Do I leave my Giza on or do I just switch it on uh, an hour or so before I uh, go and shower and then switch it off again? Will that help ESCOM? And mo mo most importantly, will it help my bull? Uh, yeah, I think uh, it is an age-old debate. And depending on, 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 on which Giza you look at. If you look at a guy's geezer that's fully insulated and all the pipes are insulated and all these things are done, it's most probably a good idea. You can leave it on and it won't consume, it won't come on and off. The only problem of that is if you look at if you look at the guys who is not insulated, you're losing a lot of heat because copper because of the conductivity of copper, you loses you lose a lot of heat where the pipes come out of the geezer. So you must see that. Even if you just insulate it with anything, with pink aerolite, with anything that's a good insulation, you can even you can even take newspapers and bind it around the pipes for the first meter, meter and a half. It will save you a tremendous amount of energy. But yes, in the end, and it's over and over, it's confirmed. Switch off your geyser and put it on an hour, hour and a half, maybe in winter, and only half an hour to three quarters of an hour in summer for when you need it, if your lifestyle can afford it. But there's many guys that, that, that his lifestyle can't afford it. And if you think you've 
you you will maybe forget put a geezer wise model into it because you can you can punch all these numbers in in a geezer wise model when you want your geezer on and what at what temperature and yes it will save you a lot of money because a geezer is one of the most ineffective uh, type of piece of equipment that you can ever have yeah. imagine for yourself is you 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 you're taking you you're heating up water which you don't use now and that must be hot just for in case and then the moment that you open the tap and the first five liters from the geyser towards you is cold water so you're wasting five liters of water before mm. the water is hot before the water is hot then the then there's already five liters of cold water tapped into the geyser so the water that you heat it up you're cooling it down by putting cold water in it again and the cycle just continues so it's actually it's actually a very it's a it's a it's a stupid device and so my waste. opinion is it, it would be, mm. yeah it's a waste it's a waste of energy but switch yeah. it off it is it is the best there is about the 40 to 45 percent saving in switching a geezer off and only turning it on one time in the evening or one time in the morning depends on when you shower when you need it yeah so there is a Saving. Okay, I know that at one stage uh, the municipalities would come and install this box next to your DB board where they would be able to control your uh, geezer and, uh, you know, let it run during certain yes. times. Not sure if they're still doing that. Yeah, they, there's still some places they call it frequency frequency control. It's a, it's it's like frequency hopping, so your your meter that's, uh, that's put up next to your DB board, normally what they will do in a stage where where and and they will switch it off when it's convenient for them mm. because they don't know what's the circumstances in your house. So when it's peak time and they're under pressure, they will switch it off all the geezers, say from from five to six. They will they will do that. But that's also not a way to 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 handle it. And I I normally just remove this meter out of my house because I can manage my geezer much better than any outside third party switch it off when and and when when he likes it or when the when the grid is under constraint because you must remember it's it's not a service that's for free since 2008 when the when we when we had the first load sheddings and the first problem with our power you must remember and this is staggering figures that i'm going to give you now since 2008 until now, the latest one of, of just oh, just under 10%, we had a year-on-year -year increase, a total increase of 708% in our electricity, in our electricity cost. Yo. In, the, in the same time, inflation was 130%. So you can see the gap in terms of, from 2008, in terms of the inflation gap. Now, that is a... That gap is called an inefficient gap because that's because of the inefficiency of ESCOM to manage a public entity that's actually a national, it's, 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 it's a national key point. Every single power station is a national key point that actually belongs to you and me because we are, the, we are the taxpayers. We keep those guys in, in a position and we keep all of those inefficient guys, all the guys that are stealing our money. We keep them, we're paying their salary. We're paying for all these this stuff. So, and that's what's making it very, very hard. So that the inefficiency is coming on a full, on a to play in a in a manner where you're feeling powerless to do or to help. You actually don't even want to help them anymore. I've, I I saw the guys getting aggressive if there's something on the radio 
or on the TV that asks you switch off your geysers now or all your appliances that use a lot of electricity. The guys are actually they they furious when they when they hear this announcements. Yeah, we're tired of switching off. We've, yeah, we've, we've, we've done a lot of that off. over the past yeah. how many years? It's time to switch yeah, things back on. <laughs> of course, it's time to switch it. Switch it on, and you know it's the, And I say again, it's the only company in the world that I know that have a monopoly on a product, and and uh, then they baggy begging you not to use their product. So exactly. it is it, as as a business. As a business, this is the most silliest thing that you can can ever say. You must actually. You know, there was a time in South Africa that we invited the guys like the the Bayside and the Hillside aluminium smelters. They imported the, all their raw product from Australia to come and to come and uh, melt it down in in South Africa and fabricating aluminium in South Africa because of the of the cheap power and the reliant power that we had. And from a situation like that to a total disaster, and we can admit it. The best thing that, that the government can do is if they sell ESCOM tonight for one rand to the public sector. And you will see that ESCOM will be, before a year is over, ESCOM will be out of out of the out of their situation, that the, the current situation. But it's not a question that we don't have people. We have people. It's a question that the political guys are actually, and Andre the writer admitted himself, there is too much politics involved in the decisions in ESCOM. He cannot do his work as he should be. Exactly. And nor, nor can, yeah, and nor can Jan Oberholzer as a COO. Those guys are highly capable guys. And I actually feel sorry for them in a way. No, and absolutely. The, the, anger is, the anger is much more at this stage by feeling, feeling sorry for them. Yeah. Uh, but, but there is no other way out. There is no other way out. They will have to privatize ESCOM. If they want to, if, if they want to salvage ESCOM, they will have to privatize it. Ja, ek, ek dink, uh, arme André de Reiter is sikker al so gatvol vir enig iets met elektriciteit. Hy is sikker al moeg om, om, die, om die luchtskakelaars aan te sit in sy huis, want dit laat hom dink aan werk. <laughs> ja, maar het is een horrible dink, job. Ja, ja, maar Marius, now that you mention it, what is stopping them from, from selling ESCOM? Is it the politics that's actually stopping them it, from selling it's it? It's only politics. We one of the very few countries in the world. You'll see all the first world countries. You've got multiple guys providing electricity, and they want to. I know they 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 they're saying, but it, it's just it's like when we went over from pre nineteen ninety four to a new dispensation. You remember there was only four provinces, and then all of a sudden we had nine provinces, and with the nine provinces came nine governments. And the central government. So we're sitting in South Africa with ten governments. My opinion is, if you divide ESCOM in, they want to divide it in generation, transmission, and distribution. That's the three entities that they want to divide. But every one of them is going to have a new set of of government. It's going to be a new government, just another opportunity to to steal money, to to be inefficient, to hide labor, to all those sorts of things that is not part and parcel, not even of a South African culture. We are used to work and we did work very, very hard in the past. So, it, it, I don't know. These guys will are never going to solve it. By by dividing ESCOM in three, I cannot see that it will help. Mm. Because the, if, you, if you look, and the, and the other portion of it is that 
20, nobody wants to say it out loud or, or even answer the question. How much electricity is stolen in South Africa on an annual basis? Nobody even wants to go there. So we, it's actually a criminal organization because if it's the same thing where Cyril misunderstood his, his financial guy and he, he think uh, that the guy said you must put your money under the bank and not in the bank. So and the <laughs> oh yeah, almost, almost, uh, almost the same situation with ESCOM. Yeah, uh, everybody. There's a new thing. The only thing that they can that they can say they are surprised. Don't be surprised if you if, if this is the seed that you put it in the ground and you water it. This is what will bear fruit. This is what's coming out. And clearly, what's coming out is not going to work for South Africa. And we must know now, if ESCOM fails, South Africa fails. You must know that. There's no other, there's no two ways. South Africa cannot, we cannot even afford this load shedding. If you look at the amounts that the guys are saying, and all the guys are saying that we lose in an hour in South Africa in terms of load shedding, up to 45 billion rand. I mean, come on, we, we, we cannot even, we're borrowing money to pay our rent, uh, to only to pay the interest on, on our debt. So how can yeah. we afford this? How can the country afford it? Because somebody wants a pat on the back, it's almost like the SAL, that they bail out, bail out, the NAL that they bail out, Transnet that they bail out, Postnet that they, can, that they bail out. It was all strong and profitable, <laughs> good businesses that operated to the best of South Africa and for every single citizen. And they're all down the drain. and But I don't think that any one of those entities will have an effect. Like, if the power is gone, South Africa is gone. Yeah, Marius, uh, I think it is safe to say that uh, ESCOM is a house of cards. And the slightest breeze will let mm. it just stumble and uh, collapse. And uh, we don't even want to talk about that, as you say. It's a very dark yeah. picture, pun intended. Uh, that's uh, uh, hectic, but yeah, House of Cards. I, I have a question here for you from Ethan. He is asking if a power surge protection plug is actually helping, or is it just a glorified multi plug? No, it's a, no, it's actually helping. It is it is actually helping, especially after load shedding. You'll see there's an inrush in current, and uh, you can get, get voltage spikes and all sorts of funny things that can happen. To it, it will definitely help. But my advice again: if you're at home and there's and there's a power outage, go and switch your main switch off, mm. and, and and only switch it on five to ten minutes after the grid, after you after you see the lights come on, just to stabilize the grid. You will protect all your electronic equipment, all the motors, all your fridges, everything. But it does help. So anything with a with a power surge plug is a it's a good it's a good idea, and it will protect the device that it's on. But if you want to do a if you want to do a decent job, put one in your DB that's protecting your all the circuits in your house. So from under your under your main switch, put in a, a, a surge protector there, and it will serve the whole house, and you don't need to put uh, to buy a plug for every appliance. Yeah, yeah, that's a much better uh, way of spending your money. I like that. That's yes. a good one. And uh, then uh, Marius, I could ask you a um, yes, iets wat, well. is iets waar ik nog heel dit gewonder het. So, ek, ek verwacht nie, jy gaan nie antwoord hee vir dit nie, maar ek sal nie verbaas wees hier. Okay. Ek denk jy gaan okay. dit al kan antwoord. Um, okay. Wanneer hulle nou praat van uh, uh, beerdkracht, uh, de recht oor Zuid-Afrika, en naast is skedile, 
<coughs> is daar nou iemand in een heel hoofdkantoor van Eskom, of die hoofdcentrale uh, van Eskom, wat uh, nou na die ander mense toe oor die radio sê, oké okay, nee, jy moet nou afsit, sit nou af, oké, okay, dit is nou sê, hier sit af, daai uh, skakelaar en daai skakelaar, of hoe werkt dit? Is dit, is dit, op, is dit een gerekenariseerde ding, of uh, skakel hulle die municipaliteite en sê, worry, hier is jou skadiele, maak seker, jy het vanavond een ouwe daar, waar die uh, skakelaars afsit op baie tyd, weet, hoe werkt dit? Ja, dit is baie interessant, en dit is baie interessante vraag, en ek, ja, en ek kan jou help met hoe dit werk. Die meeste, 80% van die, van die an- en afswitches is remote switching wat hulle doen. Met ander woorde, hulle doen, dis remote switching wat, 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 wat jy doen, en baie keer sal jy sien, iets is, iets is bykie laat, iets kom, hulle het gesê, loudshedding gaan half negen klaar wees, en dit kom eers by negen hier aan, en gewoonlik, gewoonlik, want as jy nou kyk na ons telecommunicatie, en jy kyk na ons netwerke, en jy kyk na die internet, alles is onstabiel, die oomlik wanneer het loudshedding is, want die batterij is uit die cellfoontorings uitgesteel, so jy wil sien jou cellfoontorings en alles lei onder het, en so ook, so ook al die ander goed, so die enigste keer wanneer hulle fysische switching sal gaan doen, is wanneer, wanneer, wanneer die remote switching geveil het, of wanneer daar nie communicatie is, dis nou nie. Maar elke municipaliteit, en elke district, en van elke Eskom substatie, had hulle deel om uit wie waar en hoe dit moet wees, en dan gee hulle opdrachte deur, en daar is fysisch een ou wat sit in die remote switching doen en weer aan sit ook. So is nie een ou wat uitgaan met een bakkie en een skakelaar gaan afsit en dan weer terugkom en, en, en dalk een bykie later of een bykie vroeger afsit of aan sit. Ja, dis wat ja, ek gewonder het nog altyd, want uh, mense vraag vir my, jy weet, Ella, dan wonder ek, is dit nou een ou en dalk het hy nou bykie verslaap man, jy weet, hy is dalk bykie laat. Ja. <laughs> ja. <laughs> ok, nie. Dis waar, so ja. remote switching is, is werk seker met uh, gewone radio sign in, nee? Ja, met, 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 met alles, met van radio sign in, tot, tot dier die internet, tot alles, daar is, daar wow. is een van alles, tot wifi switching ook, so, yes, dit is ja, fantastisch, dit, dit is fantastisch, die technologie is rechtig gevorderd, wat dit aan betreft, en ek is dankbaar daarvoor, want jy, want jy, jy, jy sien een hele paar substaties, wat al opgeblaas het, wat ja. na loudshedding aankom, en as daar fysisch mense was, was hulle gewis dood gewees, ja. so remote switching is eindelijk safety, is baie baie hoog op die prioriteitslijst van Eskom, om so ver as moendlik alle skakeling, vooral hoogspanningskakeling, wat moet gedoen word, remote te doen. Ja, jy is recht, baie veiliger, want dan sal nou nie mense nie, en ons weet die dinge hou van opblaas, wanneer die kracht terug aankom, en die rede is natuurlijk, dit hou nie daarvan om in die eerste plek so baie aan en afgesit te word, he. of is ek verkeerd? Nee, glad nie, nee, glad, jy is 100% recht, nee, dit hou glad nie, ons, ons, daai, ek dink nie, daai skade is al ooit beraam in termen van, wat net die aan en afsit ons koos in termen van mm-hmm. skakeltuigens, maar dit moet enorm wees, nee, Elkeen van hulle het een baie, baie, het een, het een baie beperkte hoeveelheid keer wat hy kan skakel, en dat moet of het, het een olieskakelaar, of wat ek al is, moet sy transformerolie, moet, moet, moet gedraaid word, oorgemaak word, en, en as een klomper perkussies wat, wat saam met dit gaan. Die probleem is dat, jy weet, as jy ou het wat een knopje moet druk, dan het jy een supervisor wat oor sy rug moet kyk, en kyk of hy die knopje druk, en jy twee ander ouwens wat kyk of hy die rechte knopje druk, en dan die ou wat hy aan moet rapporteer, of hy die knopje gedruk het, so, en dit is maar een deur mekaar spul, dit is op hierdie stadium, is dit, is dit chaos, en ek dink nie, en ek dink hierdie ouwens verdien al die kritiek wat na hulle kan toe kom, want hulle, hmm. hulle maak daarna, dit, 
dit is een situasie wat hulle bezig is om Zuid-Afrika onder die bus in te gooi. Nie net vir my en jou en jou en alle man, jylle is bezig om ons land onder die bus in te gooi. Ja, nee, nee, sê daar sê. En Mari is ten slotte verduidelik ook of ons, hoor jy, ek my net voordat ek enig iets anders sê, ek is baie, baie beindruk dat jy die vraag kon geantwoord het van die skakelaars. Ja. Ek moet vir jou sê, en ek het dit nou al gegoogle hoeveel keer, en ek kon nie die antwoord okay. krijg nie, en ek het maar hierdie oprentje in my kop gehad, maar dankie vir die. As jy google, google remote switching is kom. Ok, ja, ek het nou nie die term geweet hier, sien, ek het ja, gesê, how ja. do they switch off the power of sweets? Dit die gewerk nie. Ok, fantastisch, baie, baie dankie. Um, Proukan Essay, sê gauw vir ons uh, nou ten slotte Marius, hoe kan jy vir my help as ek uh, moeg is vir hierdie beerdkracht en ek wil op my eie gaan? Ja, dan is jy op die rechte plek, jy, jy kan ons, jy kan vir ons e-post kruif, jy kan ons bel, jy kan ons webwerf op www.proukan.com en jy kan vir ons e-posties kruif, ons het ook een paar vraalijs opdaas, jy wil direct gehelp wees met Souler, jy kan my skakel, jy kan verkoop skakel, jy kan enige van ons, en ons sal terugkom na jou toe. En die, en die belangrike ding, ek sê vandag vir die ouwe die fabriek, sê ek precies die selte, hy sê sê, sy dak is te klein om alles te doen. Ek sê vir meneer, as jy kyk na, as jy kyk na Kaapstad en omgeving, ons Irradation sit op hierdie stadium op 1649. Dit beteken vir elke 1 kilowatt van paneel wat jy op die dak het, sal jy oor 365 dae, oor 1 jaar periode, 1649 kilowatt oos. So die oomlik as jy een paneel op die dak het, begin jy spaar. Mm. So, een stelsel kan nooit te klein wees om een verskil te maak. So, en selfs vir jou by die huis op, ons sal jou help, ons sal vir jou, ons sal vir jou specifiek, en het kost tot, tot op ontwerpstadie, kost het jou niks by ons nie, ons sal vir jou een systeem ontwerp, en selfs al koop jou, want die einde nie by ons nie. En dit maak die saak nie. Tenminste het ons iemand gehelp op die weg na selfstandigheid, en as jy daai souler, as jy daai skakelaar aanskakel, en jy sê vrou, jy is nou op souler, dit is priceless, dit is rechtig priceless, so ek wil die ouwens aanmoedig om dit een van jou prioriteite te maak in termen van investering, investeer in dit en, 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 en begin klein jy hoef, nie, jy hoef nie te begin nie, as jy kan bekostig, gaan van die grit af, maar jy hoef nie daar te begin nie, jy kan baie baie klein begin en ons sal jou help dan ja. ons sal vir jou met raad en daad bedien en die raad gaan jou nie een cent kost En dis waar jou vryheid begin, uh, soos ons sê, uh, say goodbye to load shedding and say hello to freedom, thanks to uh, Procon ja. SA. Marius, ja, ek is nou so, ja. 11 jaar van die grid af, en ek sal vir jou sê, nooit weer in my leven wil ek terug op die grid, nee. nooit weer. Nee, geloof my, jy, jy mis niks nie. Ons mis iets. <laughs> ja, Marius, and just quickly your uh, contact details. It's, it's, it's Marius de Waal and my cell phone number is 082-692-0246. Thank you Marius, as always, uh, dit was nou baie baie lekker gewees, weer eens baie insegevend en uh, ek sien uit na die uh, volgende ene. Uh, baie baie dankie vir jou tyd en jou kennis. Recht so en dankie ook en dankie vir die luisteraars wat luister en ek hoop die ouwens leer iets hier uit en as jy kan gaan lees op oor dit en, 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 en sien dat rechtig waar op hierdie stadium is vir my die skrif is aan die muur vir Eskom. Laat ja. ons alles het net, alles het net druk wat jy kan uitoefen. Oefen druk uit as jy kan. 
en, en migreer weg van hierdie ouwens af, spandeer jou geld op een plek waar dit vir jou inkomste kan, kan genereer, nie net die uitgave wat jy in een doelooze, zwart, donker gat afgooi en daar kom geen rite in sy. Absoluut. And then also to our listeners, uh, remember you can send us a WhatsApp on 081-060-1640 if you have any questions for uh, Marius, and uh, then we'll gladly send it to him and uh, answer you next week. Marius, bye-bye, thank you very much. Tot volgende week. Dezelfde vir jou ook, en mooi dag vir jou. Dankie, Marius. Goed gaan. Tot ziens. Bye-bye. From the spectacular garden route in South Africa, we're streaming worldwide on eradiosa.com.